0: Hey Fairborn, City Manager Rob here. I'm with Megan Howard. Hi, Megan. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Um pretty good. And this is Rumor Has It. This is our uh uh we'll call it a little more relaxed podcast than our government ops. I try to give it, it a different name every time I we know. introduce it, but it's our less formal, a little more rumor control podcast. If you've followed along, we are on episode fourteen. So um yeah. you know, if you've done all fourteen episodes,
1: thank you. Yeah. Great. Good job. I feel uh, like we should do something for them.
0: If there was a way to to, you know, to know who's done all 14, maybe we give them a prize. I don't know, something. We'll figure it out. High five. Uh, yep. High five through the podcast. Um, so this is episode 14. We have a pretty light one today, but we're going to go over some uh, things that happened before. This is the first one in December that we're doing. So can't believe oh. we're here already. I mean, the year just seems to have flown by. Absolutely. Um, I can't believe we're already talking about it being December. We're three weeks away from Christmas, three or four. I mean, it's just insane. And it's crazy. So... Well, let's do a wrap-up real quick before we get into what's coming in December. Uh, we just finished Thanksgiving. Yeah, did uh, you have a good one? Had a terrific Thanksgiving. Uh, like everything, I ate too much. I yeah. mean, just, you know, if anybody that's seen me in person said, yeah, like I probably ate too much at <laughs> Thanksgiving, uh, which I did, and, you know, good time with family and all that. It was was terrific. Uh, we want to give a few shout-outs, though, to some folks who did some great things over Thanksgiving uh, or before Thanksgiving to help other people in Fairborne. And the first group that I want to recognize is the Fairborn Phoenix. Uh, we had Chris on the podcast uh, last time, yep. last episode, and talked about their meal giveaway. He told me they fed over 800 people or gave away 800 meals awesome. uh, on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Uh, and that was before 5.30, so they had a few more, couple hundred more they thought coming uh, at the end of the day. Uh, so congrats to those guys for doing that. That's out, totally out of their pocket. Um, they get nothing from... I think they maybe get some donations, but I think that's mostly out of their pocket. So it's terrific that they do that.
1: And they partnered with Miami Valley Meals. And also I saw Mulvaney's Sports Pub were handing out gift cards to the people that were there as well.
0: Oh, terrific. So great cooperation among other. You know, Mulvaney's is a longstanding business here in Fairbourn, uh, very supportive. And so we appreciate them being a part of that as well. Uh, We had the Fairbourn Senior Center on Thanksgiving Day uh, do their Their meal, like they normally do, they did two sittings, noon and one. Um, They usually get 100 or so people through there, through the door. And then I don't know how many they deliver. It's probably another 100 more that they deliver. So congrats and thanks to Ellen and the staff of the Fairborn Senior Center for feeding some of our uh, folks who maybe don't have a place to go on Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, and I don't – I should have got this number from uh, uh, a couple of my friends that volunteer there, but I know Fish does the Thanksgiving uh, stuff. With their with their folks too, so I know uh, some f- friends of ours were donating thousands of pies. Um, oh, wow. so I don't I don't even know what those numbers are, but you know, just the we continue to talk about the generosity in this community, um, and it it really shines through when it comes to the holidays.
0: And I think Fairborn Fish feeds hundreds of people a week. Oh yeah, uh, so they do a great job there and just keeping our folks in Fairborn. Uh, fed during the tough times. So yeah. appreciate uh, Jane and and the crew there at uh, Fairborn Fish Pantry doing all that. We also had before Thanksgiving, we had a, a group uh, who has done this now the second time do hot lunches in Fairborn Apartments. So Inclusive yeah. Fairborn, atassi in that group uh, did a, another hot lunch in partnership with Green County Public Health yep. uh, where they just feed people uh, at Fairborn Apartments. And that's a, you know you've got, Several hundred units there. You probably have a few hundred people that are at Fairborn Apartments, uh, and for them to go out and just uh, provide a hot lunch and some other services from uh, Green County and and other things is just a testament to, uh, again, generosity in Fairborn. Yeah,
1: and I did want this is uh, not necessarily about Fairborn, but it just kind of came to mind. Um, we were doing the bluegrass giveaway, the banjo giveaway. Um, yeah, and I, we 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 mentioned it on the podcast, but we've never. Uh, kind of mentioned to one. Uh, we did have a gentleman. He actually came from or comes from Virginia. Wow. Uh, his name's Mark uh, Morris, I believe, uh, from Virginia. Wow. So he's the one that won the bluegrass uh, and brew banjo f- signed by Ronna Vincent. So we shipped it off, and he received it. He oh, terrific. Was very thankful for it and good. Uh, all that good stuff. He took a picture of it and he said, Merry Christmas to myself.
0: Oh, fantastic. So, <laughs> so. And, and the great thing about that is, you know, we, it's a testament that somebody from Virginia won the thing. Yeah. Uh, because we had, I think Rhonda Vincent shared it. I know Joe Mullins shared it. Um, you know, without her help and Joe's help, right. that wouldn't be possible. Yeah. Uh, so, we got a bigger reach than we normally would. And I think it helped. We raised several hundred dollars for yep. Fairborn Fish uh, for that event as well. So, um, that's a testament to our social media reach yep. and the ability to get the word out and people all over the country, apparently, yeah, uh, were putting in bids on that thing. So congratulations to is it Joe. Mark. Uh, Mark. Sorry. Congr- uh, yeah, Joe Mullins hey, on mine. So right. uh, congratulations to Mark in Virginia for winning that uh, mandolin. So he has cool. a nice keepsake. Hopefully, right. maybe he's playing it. Who knows? Uh, but whatever. Yeah. We're happy that he's got it. So. So that wrapped up uh, November. We're turning the page now, turning the calendar over to December. What do we got coming up here? We have something coming up uh, this week, as a matter of fact. What's going on?
1: This week. Uh, so Friday. So obviously uh, we're going to get this out before Friday. So. Right. So probably this will be by the time this goes tomorrow. Let's tomorrow. Say. Yeah. We're going to say tomorrow. Tomorrow. So Tomorrow starting at four o'clock uh, in downtown. Um, we're going to have the uh, hometown holiday parade uh, and tree lighting. But along with that, we have activities, uh, Main Street Commons. Uh, sometimes it's called Fifth Third Commons. Um, right. It's the Commons, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, it's uh, 103 West Main. Uh, we'll have a giant inflatable slide. Really? Uh, yeah, which is uh, it's only a dollar uh, to go okay. down this giant slide. All right. Um, there'll be train rides in the back behind the bank, the old okay. former Fifth Third Bank. Our uh, kids can ride on a train for a dollar. Uh, there's going to be food trucks. And then inside the bank, there's great. going to be other activities. And then Santa will be in there taking pictures and um, all that kind of fun stuff. And
0: I know our folks, along with some folks from the downtown Fair Work Committee, have decorated the Fifth Third Lobby. So, yes, uh, I'm sure it looks amazing in there. I've not seen it recently, but I'm sure that they d- always do a great job. And oh, yeah. there's everything from balloons to Christmas trees to you name it. that's decorated well. And so it's worth coming down and bringing the family to get some pictures for Christmas cards, maybe, because we're yeah. we're a little uh, Early in the season, so you still have time to get them uh, pictures taken and printed, and and it'll just make a good good showing.
1: Yeah, and I think there's uh so that'll be from about four to six ish. Um, you can kind of come and come down and do some of those activities and take pictures of uh, of those things. And uh, live reindeer is going to be there. So wow, If Rudolph will show up. Outstanding. Uh, and then about six o'clock ish around there, the parade will begin. Uh, it's a lighted horse drawn carriage parade. Uh, and yours truly along with yourself. Yes. We've been nominated or voluntold, I think. Something like that. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how that went. Yeah. Um, to announce the parade.
0: We were asked, but I think a yes was expected. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But,
1: That's okay. Yeah. You know, our emceeing of the 4th of July parade. Right. Somehow got us uh, this gig.
0: So what it really was is they wanted Megan to do it. And I was standing next no. to her and they're like, well, <laughs> no. I guess we can't just ask Megan. We got to ask Rob too. So no, I'm not uh, quite we're going sure to double team that again, like we normally do. So, uh, but it, the lighted horse parade is something that we started several years ago yeah, uh, and it's grown ever since. And we get some beautiful, if you love horses and you love lighted carriages, it's a beautiful thing, especially when you throw in the fact that downtown is decorated, it's lit, uh, yeah, it really, really is a, an amazing thing to see in downtown Fairborne. these lighted horse carriages with some gorgeous horses of all different types. Yeah. Uh, it really is a cool thing. And we're one of the only places I think in the, in the region that does this, I think Lebanon maybe does mm-hmm. it. And I think a couple others have tried to do it after we started doing it, right. but uh, it's, it's been a really cool thing to watch. And I'm excited to get to to talk about it because yeah. in the, or at least help you announce it because in the past it's, I've always had to either be in it or, you know, been part of the parade at some point. So I don't get to see all of the things. Right. So getting to see it is going to be really cool. So uh, come on down to main street. This will be right there at the corner of central and main. Um, They'll come right by and in the, the, it's not the typical parade route. Mm -hmm. If you think it's the normal parade route, 4th of July, that's not it. It's strictly on main street. So it comes, starts really down at broad, comes all the way down to pleasant, heads all the way back to broad. So it's a really cool thing. You'll get to see it twice if you're standing there. So it's uh, worth coming out and, taking a look at it
1: and if you can't be there uh we are going to live stream it it'll be on our facebook page all right so we'll do that uh and you should be able to see it one way or another
0: great so if you're maybe from out of town and you listen to this podcast uh check in on our facebook page you'll still get to see it and then it'll be there on the facebook page yep. if you maybe you're busy friday night and want to see it on saturday morning when you're having your coffee and That's right. you know maybe some toast and you want to watch the parade you can do that too uh, and again, the, everything that goes around it, uh, kudos to our uh, Parks and Rec staff, Public Works, the folks that help put that yeah. together. Um, if you've not, if you maybe don't live around here and haven't been downtown, the decorations already look amazing downtown down there. Too. I can't wait to see that amazing tree get lit up on Friday night because yeah. it's just without lit, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't imagine what the lights are going to do for it. It's just going to be amazing. So yeah. that's not the only thing going, though. So we've got that Correct. on Friday. Uh, we've got an event happening Saturday. Another downtown business is doing some things. <laughs> if if you like, and this is not for everyone, uh, but uh, Cherish Brooks at uh, the Oddities shop, uh, Secret Chamber Oddities. Sorry. Secret Chamber House of Oddities. Correct. Uh, sorry, Cherish. I didn't mean to. So she has an event on Saturday where you can get your photo taken with Krampus. Uh, and if you've not done that, yes. it really is interesting to see, and it's a hoot really, because... Um, the pictures are really good. I mean, the pictures yeah. that come up, this Krampus looks really <laughs> lifelike. Um, and so she's having that from noon to six at her shop. Uh, so, and she's got some really interesting stuff in there too. If it's, yeah. it totally is different than anything you've seen. Uh, Chris Morris talked about it, the partnership she's mm-hmm. had with them at the Fairborn Fink has been amazing. Right. Uh, so yeah, definitely give that a look and, and, uh, check out her shop because it's really cool stuff. And if, uh, you know, that sure no matter what you're into, you probably find something there that you like and yeah, certainly purchase it and support that downtown business. So that's Friday and Saturday this week. Uh next week we have a couple other things coming up. What else is going on it next is. week?
1: So next week we have uh, another downtown Christmas event. The downtown Fairborne uh group has kind of got together and they have a whole lot of things happening. They've got bell groups uh that are gonna play. They've got um is it a scavenger hunt?
0: It's a scavenger hunt. On, it's an app on your phone,
1: okay. scavenger hunt. Uh, and you can kind of go around to the different businesses and uh, participate that way and shop and have lots of fun. I think Santa's going to be back. Santa will be there. Uh, if you like, there's a barbershop quartet <gasps> that
0: is going to be part of. You like barbershop, and it's actually one of our fire lieutenants Oh, is a member of the barbershop That's quartet. His right. group has done it the last few years. and. Yep. They're terrific. They are. Um, if you like the, I uh, don't even want to say old timey, but if you like kind of the classic barbershop quartet, yep. uh, Jr. and his folks do a great job. It really is cool to listen to that kind of yeah. stuff. And it just brings you back to some childhood stuff, but they're doing that on next Saturday, the 10th uh, and the business will be open. They're trying to get uh, all the businesses to be open, come down and shop on Saturday, the 10th, the handball choirs themselves mm-hmm. are really cool. Uh, and they just have, I give uh, Linda Keller and, uh, the folks at downtown Fairborn give me a lot of credit. They really try hard to get the businesses activated to try to turn this on for a couple weekends, not just the right. one where we do our tree lighting. So that's the 10th. Whew, that's a lot. I'm I'm tired already.
1: It is a lot in the first two weeks of December.
0: So that's, uh, and then the rest of the year, we, uh, you know, this is, a, as far a as the city's concerned, yeah, this <laughs> we, don't, we don't sit down on the job, but uh, there's not a lot else happening this, uh, the rest of December. I will say a couple things just for some, uh, matters of business. Yeah. Uh, City council typically meets twice a month, as you know, the first and third Monday, which this year is intended to be. And I should look that it's the second, and the n- no, it's, it's the fifth. It's the fifth. Yes, and the twelfth. Twelfth and the nineteenth. Typically, the first meeting of the, the first Monday of the month is a regular meeting. The second Monday of the month is a work session. Correct. Third Monday is a regular meeting. So, what we were doing this year is instead of having a Uh, three separate meetings. We're going to do combine the work session and the second meeting of the month on the 12th. Correct. So we will meet on the 5th, which is a regular meeting coming up Monday. We will then meet the next week uh, with our second regular meeting, uh, but also that we'll have a a brief work session after that to talk about one piece of business that, uh, and and the public is invited to all this and we're not, uh, and we're going to hold both those meetings in the council chambers like a regular meeting. Right. Uh, we'll put out the information with the agendas and everything like you can normally get. Uh, but then we will not have another meeting the rest of the year. So this is really our chance to kind of wrap up the year end. Not a whole lot new gets started this time of year. Of course, there are some things that have to we have to do. Uh, but this is a chance for us to really uh, get gear up for 2023, uh, where we really wrap up everything in the year. And um, it's it's a really nice time to be around the building because it's a little quieter. There's not... You know, sometimes it can get a little a little hectic, uh, and I won't say chaotic, but hectic. Uh, but it's a really nice time of year to be around the building because it's uh, you know just wrap up and everybody's yeah. excited for Christmas and so on and so and forth. And it's festive, and it's festive. And if you've been to the lo- come to the lobby of the city city hall. Uh, we've got our Christmas tree up. So Penny Davis did a great job putting that up yesterday, and it just looks like Christmas in here.
1: It is it's nice and cozy, cozy.
0: And I'm the fight it as long as I can. Don't put your decorations up till after Thanksgiving, person. Uh, so we've done that. Uh, but I know there are folks that would keep Christmas decorated all year long. So if you're into that, uh, like you look, appear like you are, Megan, just from the nod you're giving me, uh, that we, uh, you're going to like what's going on around the city. A lot of departments are decorated also. So sure. if you want to come in and look at it, please do.
1: Although I think I'm that way because once it's up, I just don't want to take it down. So, right. I mean, it's just easier to keep it up. I'm with and you. So therefore, I'm like, yeah, just keep it up. Right. So it's probably out of sheer laziness.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, and I'm, then like, I'm with
1: you. And then I get, it's just that cozy feeling, and the lights are off, and it's cold outside. And I mean, it's just kind of that ambiance. Right. But then I think there just comes a time, like, you know, mid-February, like March is, it's still cold. But then it's just, it's a lot of work to take that stuff down.
0: Right. But then you get to the point where you're like, all right, I'm ready for this to be spring. We got to break out of yeah. this and, and be done. And it, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it does come to a and I'm like. Oh, right. I got to put that stuff away, which is fine. And then you got to get it back out again. That's right.
0: Yeah, that's right. So that's where I'm kind of at right
1: now. It's like, I got to get it out.
0: So do you, is it a thing where you kind of like drag it out and set it? You're like, okay, there it is. Like any day now I could just grab it and go no, and I work mean, up to it? Or once it's out, it's out?
1: Once it's out, it's out. Okay. And it's not, we don't even have a lot. It's just a tree we have. Okay. That's it. Yeah. It's a tree and ornament. So we don't, we don't decorate in our house. It's just the tree. Okay.
0: <laughs> is it a family event or do you do it? Is it like, an, um, you it's, know, I mom's putting up the Christmas tree to get out of the way?
1: I mean, it's like a mom and the kids. Okay. Because, I mean, John gets the box down.
0: Right, and he then re- the
1: he's not a decorating right person.
0: He does his job and he, then moves on. Yeah, pretty right. much. Good,
1: uh, you know. But it's just the
0: understood. It's just the time it, right? it's just, yeah. Part. yeah,
1: that's about it. So
0: while we may not be doing a lot the rest of the the winter months, right? Um, our parks and rec department is doing a lot. They've I our sure winter programming are. is available. Uh, we put that out on. Uh, social media and on our website. Yep. Um, you can sign up online. Uh, some really cool things going on winter programming wise. Um, I give a lot of credit to Molly and the folks over at Parks and Rec on being creative yep. and, and they've done a lot to try to engage not all age groups, mm-hmm. I will say, uh, because I know one of the criticisms that people give us right or wrong is that we don't do a lot for teenagers. Uh, okay. And, Part of that is there's not a lot we can do for teenagers, number one. Correct. Uh, anybody that has a teenager anywhere in the vicinity of them knows that they're a difficult group to engage. They are. Uh, so trying to find things that that group will bef- will find interesting and fun uh, is difficult. But we've got some really cool things and we've done some really neat stuff uh, with TikTok and other things to, to try yeah. to do that. So look at our winter programming. Uh, that is some really cool stuff that uh, that our folks are doing uh, some of that stuff is free. Some of it is very low cost. Um, so it's, you know, we're not trying to make a ton of money on it. Just trying to recover if there's some supplies and things that go right. into it. We're trying to recover a little bit of cost, but yeah, some of those things are free. Uh, and we try to get out in some of our parks too and do some things in the in the community. So
1: And there's one coming up, uh, deadline to sign up is this Friday. You can make a, a wreath.
0: So the deadline to sign up would be tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes.
1: Tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Good. So you so can make a wreath. Make sure you do that.
0: Um, we want to give a shout out to a Fairborn resident who accomplished something that in my lifetime I will never do uh, because it is it is an amazing feat. Uh, for those of you that know, Joe Hall he is a Fairborn resident, and he as a fundraiser decided to walk across the United States. Uh, just let that saying, walk across <laughs> the United States. He started in, it says here, Delaware, yeah, and he walked all the way to California.
1: Yeah, San Francisco.
0: I wouldn't want to fly that far. And he no. did, and, and it took him, I don't, do you know the amount of time, Megan? Five months, I believe. Five he started months to do that. May,
1: I think May 15th.
0: He made his way through here when he was coming through Ohio. He came back home for a day or two. Uh, we had him in here, talked to him in the office. I think we posted some social media yeah. uh, at that time. If you, He did a really good job of documenting his journey on Instagram uh, and on social media. Yep. And so if you had a chance and, and want to really find out what Joe kind of went through, uh, it, it's any... <laughs> It's great because he faced some adversity where a lot of people have been like, forget it, I'm done. Uh, to heck with this, I'm giving up. Uh, he didn't. He persevered. Uh, and for the most part, he slept in parking lots mm-hmm. and in tents and traversed mountains in the snow.
1: Yeah, it was impressive. Uh,
0: so Joe has a wonderful story. I hope, I'm hope i hoping he does something in a book or something where he puts all that together uh, or at least some a collection where people can, can kind of find that. Yeah. Uh, but congratulations to Joe Hall for completing that journey. Three thousand one hundred and seventy-six miles he walked.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine. Like there were days that I mean he was walking an entire marathon. Yeah. Which having having done those, I mean that's impressive. Right. Right. Day I, after day after day after day, like that's. And like, I think he had trouble, so he
0: he had a, a cart that he was pushing or pulling. I think he had went through a couple of those because they kept like, like getting damaged. Um, I think he had a couple near misses with folks in cars. I mean, this man put his life on the line uh, as a fundraiser for the Dayton Children's Hospital. Uh, I think it was a friend of his had a child that had a, 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 I'm getting this wrong. I'm sure. Uh, But if he knows the story, committed suicide. And so as a fundraiser for that, as some awareness, he decided to, to make this journey and, it's an amazing feat that uh, I don't know that many people have done it, uh, but Fairborn's own Joe Hall did, and uh, you know, and I think he made the fundraiser part quickly. I, I think he raised the funds, and then from there it was, you know, just his personal journey to do this, um, and he did it. So, yeah, I am in awe. I, yeah, I amaze. Just talking about it doesn't seem real. I mean, it, it's just to think about 3,176 miles walking, um, you know, it's just, it's an incredible feat. So. On his his own two
1: feet. Like that's like, which, yeah. I mean, I, he, he told a story when he was in here that there was a bridge that he wasn't allowed to cross because it wasn't pedestrians weren't allowed to cross it with, I can't even remember why. And he said the police officers Told him that they would drive him across, and he he was frustrated by that. And so, I think it was either the next day or um, either later that night. W- whatever the situation was, he made up the mileage to make wow. to make sure that he was still true to the mileage that he was going to be able to make up. Wow. Because he didn't he didn't want to have any mileage be done by vehicles.
0: Wow. So let's work to get in. Let's let's make him a guest on this pod. Yeah, well, that'd be a good idea. Let's, uh, let's get yeah, him on the be pod. Cool. We'll have him tell a story. I think that'd be amazing. So, yeah. Joe, if you happen to listen to this and want to come on the podcast, we'd love to have you. That'd be awesome. Uh, we'll reach out and see if we can get you in here to at least tell your story. I think that'd be pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, that'd be a cool so, podcast. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: All right. So congrats to Joe Hall um, and everything you've done. It's uh, an amazing feat. Um, a couple things we want to talk about here. Uh, we, again, don't have a lot to go over today. Uh, but uh, we do have a couple projects in the works. We have sheets was approved uh, by city council, so we are getting a sheets. Um, you know, depending on on your feeling about it, it's either a good thing or a horrible thing. Uh, we, <laughs> think a thing because, we think it's a good thing because uh, it's a good thing. I've been to the Casey's. Have you been to Casey's? I have not. That's okay. I've been to Casey. I think some staff members have been there enough for all of us. It's <laughs> um, true. And it's really good. I've I've had lunch from there. I've gotten gas there. Um, I've just been in there kind of nosing around. It's a wonderful facility. It's a really good addition. It's super nice and clean. The food was good. Um, it's a great addition, not just because of for the gas, but if you won't need a place to get a bite to eat. Pizza was good. They have chicken wings. Um, I got a chicken sandwich. It was good. I mean, just I have gotten wonderful gas. Wonderful addition. i take yeah. that back. Wonderful addition there. So cases is open. You go across the street on Xenia Avenue two thirty five. We'll have a new Sheets. And from what I understand, Sheets is a little bit more robust in the food part. Yes, uh, but also still a gas station convenience store. But I think that's more made-to-order food. So, uh, you go there, place the order on a menu, and they cook it for you right there and give it to yep. you. And they deliver. And they deliver, which I believe Casey's does also. Oh, nice. Uh, at least when I ordered and I did my ordering on the website, picked oh. it up at the building, and it did say something about delivery. So
1: oh, look at that! Don't want to oh.
0: sell Casey's short. Oh, right, we'll not do um, that. But Sheets again, you know, really it's it's a restaurant that sells gas. Is how they how yeah. they. Uh, Sell themselves so that, in, especially in that part of the area, not a whole lot of restaurant options in that part of, uh, part I'll of say the part of town, yeah. um, just off the downtown. Right. Uh, so having more options there, I think helps. And so we're looking forward to Sheets uh, being there. For those of you followed along, our city council has has donated or donated dedicated two million dollars of our American Rescue Plan Act funds or ARPA, uh, which is the federal COVID money, the second round of federal COVID money to renovate the firehouse on Broad Street, the old fire station one. We've selected a group to help us do that. The energy systems group, we did a selection process. They were awarded the contract to do that. We are working on the details of what that renovation will look like. But the thought there is that that building will be renovated and then used for a community purpose. Um, something like a brewery or a tap house or a something that would be a, a draw to bring people to uh, downtown, that part of downtown Fairbourn. Um, cool. Don't have anybody identified yet who that's going to be or what that use is going to be. We're a year away from that renovation being complete, uh, but we are starting that process, so you should see some activity hopefully at the beginning of next year, uh, first quarter of 2023, where we start to see things happen in earnest at the firehouse. Other than that, again, it's the end of the year. We're starting to wind down a bit. Yeah. Not a lot going on. Uh, but one thing that we do have, uh, Megan, we've, we're hiring people. We are hiring people. So you want to talk about some of the – The positions we have open?
1: Uh, So we have um, kind of continual openings in our police department uh, and our fire department. Uh, Both those uh, are open positions. We have um, at least starting Monday, I believe, we're going to have open positions uh, in the fire department and in dispatch. Right. Kind of coming up. Uh, We have a a position in our human resources department for an uh, HR HR manager. Yep. Uh, in our finance department, we have uh, a position open.
0: We have a utility clerk. Utility clerk. clerk. Uh, so this s- is not necessarily yep. finance. Uh, we have an economic development position open in our downtown for revitalization strategist in downtown. Yep. Um, plenty of things, you know, plenty of uh, position. I think we have a maintainer in our water and sewer di- division that uh, is currently open. So uh, we, you know, all of that done is done online. Yep. So go to our website. There's a link. You must apply online. We don't take anything in paper. Um, everything has to be done through the NeoGov site that we use. Uh, and just uh, if you're interested in applying for a position with the city, please do that. Uh, we have several positions that are available. Um, and it just seems like just this, the condition that we're in in this uh, time is like there's always positions happening. Yep. Um, you know, part of that is we're in a, a unique position, well not not so unique position where we have a lot of our workforce that is uh, retiring out. Right. Uh, they're getting to the point where they've got the years of service in to, to be able to retire, and they're doing that. Yeah. And so replacing those positions is critical.
1: Yeah, especially within our police and fire. That's right. kind of where the bulk of their openings have been have been from. And so trying to fill those positions is you know, and, kind of a challenge. And I say that
0: with jealousy, that I'm jealous <laughs> that those folks get to retire. <laughs> Yet we are here. We, we are here. Uh, but – you know, the, our time will come yeah, <laughs> right, will. to do that. It so uh, we certainly appreciate those folks that have retired out. And, and we're always looking for great people uh, to join the team and uh, help provide the unparalleled service that we give our residents uh, in Fairborn. And we're just a wonderful community to live, work, and play. Um, and if you're interested in, in getting some employment here, that would be great. Yeah.
1: So, we're pretty fun.
0: Yeah, we don't take ourselves too seriously, right? And, you know, we have <laughs> we have our haters like everybody does. We have people that appreciate what we do. Uh, you know, mm. we're not for everybody, but we're for most people.
1: We are for most people, right? I mean, I think we are.
0: I I would agree. I think we are. I, that's about it. We're only about a half hour in. I know. So if you, if you, you know, downloaded this episode thing, and I need to do something for an hour, listen to it twice. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, if you miss something the first time, just run it back. Let's go again. <laughs> so maybe if you listen to
1: it in. backwards, you'll hear something different. Perhaps
0: perhaps if there was a way we could manage that, we would, but I don't know. It's too technical to for us. That, yeah.
1: So, there was something else I was thinking about, like while we were talking and now I've lost it.
0: Okay. Next
1: pod. Next <laughs> pot. thinking Put a about, about it, it here. On the next podcast. Put a note here. Great. I can't remember what it was.
0: So that's it. We will, uh, again, see you tomorrow downtown Yeah. Uh, for the horse drawn parade and uh, everything going on downtown this weekend. With that, Megan, thanks. We'll see you around town.
1: Yeah. See ya.
0: All right, anybody still listening here? We have this is our Easter egg for this episode. Egg. Um, as you know, we own Friday the Thirteenth. Do not uh, legally, but that I mean, we really should. Sweet. If, if we could if buy we it, could. we would. Yeah, be yeah. awesome. That'd be awesome. That would be amazing. Uh, but we have made it a mission to own Friday the Thirteenth here, uh, and it just so happens that this year coming up, the first Friday the Thirteenth happens to be in January, and it's your birthday. <laughs> it is my birthday. Uh, not funny, today, but not today. The funny thing is. You know, when you come up with this crazy idea on Friday, Friday the 13th, the first one happened to be in May, and we're like, that's beautiful. It's, it's great awesome. weather. And then you look at the calendar, you're like, oh, crap, the second one is in January. So what are we going to do on January the 13th where we can have an event? We don't have a space big enough to do something a large scale inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are we going to do? So we brainstorm, we got together, and thanks to uh, Emily, our social media intern, who talked about something called a Shrek rave, if you listen to the last pod, you'll understand what that is. Uh, we came up with a Frozen the 13th. Frozen the 13th. So we are going to have on Friday the 13th in January, uh, it's going to be Frozen the 13th. So a Frozen-themed event Yep. right downtown, outside, <laughs> in the cold. <laughs> hopefully. The, hopefully in the cold <laughs> uh, with everything that that entails. So there'll be, you name it, uh, we'll, more details to come. Yep. But uh, set your calendars for Friday, January 13th. For Frozen the 13th, you'll start to see some artwork come out for that. We'll have a poster, I think, tomorrow at the at the horse parade. Yep. Uh, but uh, get ready to come downtown. If you have a Frozen costume, whether you're an adult or a child, wear it. Uh we are, could be fun. We hope to see many Elsas and Anna's and Olafs and Svens Vens. and all that down there. So uh, it should be a good time, and we look forward to seeing you on January 13th. Bye.